0: Tuck, I was almost late for the podcast. I'm sorry. I was really busy. I'm an important man. I get busy doing things. I'm sorry, I'm kidding. I was watching YouTube. <laughs> I was uh I was watching Vanity Fair, did a video where they were interviewing Joseph Gordon Levitt and having him like walk through his career. And it was really interesting. He's an interesting guy.
1: He's a super interesting guy. Um, that's okay. I thought you were gonna say, Yeah, you were prepping for your big bike trip, charging your batteries.
0: Battery is charged, my guy.
1: <laughs> nice work. Make sure that I... don't forget your charger. Because that's a lot of pedaling if you don't.
0: I honestly, I don't know if you do this, but I make a little Google note uh, thing with little tick boxes of all the things I want to take. And oh. I like stand there with the car and tick them off because otherwise I definitely forget something.
1: I usually just throw everything in and then hope I have everything and then just f- miss something. It's always it's always nice finding the one thing that you miss. That's my favorite part. Ah, this is what, something critical. Then that's a big deal. But if it's not, then you're like, okay, I'm good to go.
0: I'm a I'm an idiot, so like I I will like get there and be like wow I didn't bring the I didn't bring my wallet or whatever, so like I definitely need to make the list.
1: The list is yeah, list is a valuable tool that I I probably should use. Um, well, what were you late for? I'll tell you what you were late for. Our podcast. That's right. It's episode thirteen, lucky number thirteen, the Freddy Krueger episode of Tuck and Rolls. It's a movie podcast.
0: Freddy Krueger's a a 13 guy? Oh,
1: no. It's Jason Voorhees. That was a nightmare. Is he a 13 guy? He's the Friday the 13th, yeah. Jason Voorhees. Oh, yeah. You're right. Freddy Krueger was a nightmare on Elm Street, and that joke is now a nightmare. I'm going to tie those all in together. Um,
0: Perfect. You nailed it. (laughs) Seamless.
1: It's Tuck and Rolls. It's a movie podcast by a guy who likes movies. That's me. And a movie guy. That's you.
0: Great news, Tuck. What? This week, I actually watched a movie. I was going to- Unlike the last two weeks, I've been busy playing video games.
1: I- actually watched a lot of movies this week, so let's, Hell yeah. let's go with, what did you watch first?
0: Well, before I tell you what I watched, I want our listeners to tell us what they've watched, and so they can leave oh. us a voice message at, yeah, I'm getting pretty good at this, no big deal, great segue. Uh, they can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash tuckandrolls, or they can just reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter. Where can they find us there, Tuck?
1: Tuck and Rolls on both of them. It's T-U-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-S.
0: And if you don't leave us a voicemail... I'll come to your house.
1: Oh no, we won't do that. Um, Should I not do that? <laughs> nope, nope. But
0: I was gonna like bring them cookies.
1: Ah, nice twist. Um, See, it's a nice thing. <laughs> no, but we um,
0: Tuck doesn't want me to bring you cookies.
1: We didn't have Tuck a ton... is
0: anti-cookie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'll be on the record. Well, I'm an Oreo. I'm an Oreo fan, but that's just really too that's really a frosting sandwich. It's not even a cookie.
0: I mean, if I'm going like pre-made box cookie, it's you know it's gotta be fudgio. Get those Oreos the fuck are out you, of here. Give me a fudge. Are you
1: legitimately serious with that take?
0: A hundred percent serious. Oh, okay, podcast. Serious over. like a fucking heart attack, which oh. is the thing that will happen to you if you eat hey, too many fudgios. I got a
1: question. they have birthday cake fudgios? Nope. Why would I
0: want birthday cake isn't a good flavor? It's just like, Mm. well, we took the sugar and then we made it taste like slightly different sugar. (laughs) We're a chef. It's bullshit.
1: They never claim to be a chef. There's no food ingredients in in Oreos. It's just chemicals. So, you know what? We're going to take that offline. Um, Yeah, if you tell us what you watched and you want to give us a rating, we will shout it out. We did last episode with uh, Superfan Chris. He left us (laughs) some ratings, but we can't just talk. Super fan Chris. Every time we'd love to, buddy, but we got to throw in everybody else. So if you watch something cool, leave us a note on Instagram or Twitter. We'll throw it in the episode, or and leave us a voicemail, like Ryan talked about.
0: But finally, the more important part: my movie, me. We're here to talk about me.
1: I was gonna say, what did you watch? But yeah, you could introduce yourself like that.
0: I watched The Tax Collector, which is David Ayer's new movie. Oh yeah. Now, I have talked about David Ayer on this podcast before because he directed the Suicide Squad. And a couple other movies that I like. And I really like David Ayer. Um, So I was excited to see The Tax Collector, which is kind of, I think, a smaller budget picture for him. It wasn't a big production company. It was just like him doing his thing. Uh, he wrote it and directed it. It starred Bobby Soto and Shia lebeef as I believe it's pronounced. Yeah, Nailed it. And I was looking forward to it. Uh, really, it kind of let me down. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't want to get into it. You know, I rented it for whatever the rental cost was because it went um, to VOD, obviously, because of COVID. And I kind of regret spending the money. So oh, that gives you an wow. idea of, of how I thought about it. Now, I think that um, the lead, Bobby Soto, does a good job. I don't know if I'm saying that last name correct. S-O-T-O, Soto. I think,
1: I you're, I think you're nailing it, yeah.
0: Sure. And he does a really good job. And uh, Shia uh, Shia LaBeouf, actually, I thought did a really good job, Uh, but just the rest of the movie just doesn't quite work. One of those ones where it's like a little bit frenetic and it doesn't, uh, I've said this before, frenetic. What does that mean? It means like uh, all over the place. It doesn't flow well. It bounces around.
1: Okay, got it. Uh,
0: No, frantic and frenetic are two different words. Yeah, I
1: know, but like that's. That's what I'm equating it to in Look, my Look, you're in mind.
0: engineering. You took engineering English. You don't know these big words like me. Frenetic. I'm going to use that in a sentence this week. Like Ryan's,
1: po- like our last like two podcasts ago was very frenetic. How was that?
0: Yeah, whenever Ryan has too many white claws, he gets frenetic.
1: <laughs> okay, so it was frenetic. It wasn't good.
0: Yeah, so I didn't love it. Now, I do, I want to say I really like David Ayer. I don't want to um, write him off because of this movie. If he makes three more movies like this, I'm I'm no longer a David Ayer fan. Okay. But later, I want to give one of my crispy gems. I'm going to recommend uh, some David Ayer for oh. our listeners.
1: So I actually tried to watch this movie because you talked about it. If you want a fun fact about this movie? Yes. Shia LaBeouf actually got that tattoo. He liked his ink so much that he got that chess piece actually done.
0: So Le- LaBeouf's an interesting guy.
1: Oh, yeah, he's he's uh, super artistic, put it that way.
0: Right, so here's what I'm going to say. Remember, um, so I was late because I was watching that Vanity Fair Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing. LaBeouf, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, both child actors. They've been in the game since oh, they were kids. Even
1: Stevens. I was talking about this today. Huge crush on Rand Stevens. Right, anyway. or like
0: Third Rock from the Sun for Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Damn, Angels in the Outfield, that was him. Love that one. That was I love him? love giving somebody a, a respectful flap from the sidelines. And
1: uh, who's the old dude? The guy from Page Master. Uh, anyway, Macaulay Culkin? Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd. No,
0: Macaulay Culkin is in Page Master. You're right, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Anyways, what uh, the way that the, the point that I'm trying to make poorly is that child actors, a lot of times aren't successful. You're Lindsay Lohan's, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the ones that are successful, you're Joseph Gordon-Levitts, Drew you're Barrymore. Shia LaBeouf's, Uh, Drew Barrymore, she's a success story for sure. Although she did go through a rough patch for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think that the ones that end up being successful end up being weird because they truly are like the, the, they're the actors actor. They're really in it for the love of the game and they're kind of eccentric and really love the roles and whatever. Right. Yeah. Whereas the other, the flip side, you're Lindsay Lohan. I'm not going to, I don't know Lindsay Lohan's motivations, but. I assume at a certain point it became more to be rich and famous than to take interesting roles.
1: Yeah, so artistic works. Like, I think he's in it for love of the game, to put it in a sports term.
0: But that means that, you know, to a regular schmuck like me, he seems like kind of a bit of a weirdo.
1: Yeah, well, and I think this is a common thing. Like, a lot of these big action stars, they were all drama kids in high school, and if you weren't a drama kid, then that would look... Like, if that didn't float your boat, then that might look as off. And this is just a good lesson that you should, you know, kind of try and be friends with everybody see everybody's perspective um i so i tried to watch this movie i couldn't find it on vod i'm still gonna try and watch it because i really do like david Ayer. he did training day um and i watched i
0: think it's only on american vod i think i I had my vpn on and bought it through prime which is that's a lot of steps i can walk through through later
1: no i'm not gonna okay maybe we'll do that um but i did watch end of watch yes uh david Ayer. yeah it was great of watch is very good. I think I like Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. He was similar to what he was in Nightcrawler, which is also a great. Jake Gyllenhaal movie. I like
0: Jake Gyllenhaal in all movies.
1: I liked him in Jarhead. I, he looks a lot like Toby Maguire. That throws me off cuz I don't like Toby Maguire, but
0: I just think no, you're right. They do yeah, that they could look be brothers. A similar, sure. But no,
1: I like Jake Gyllenhaal and um oh, who's the other guy? Michael Peña. Michael Peña who's in Observe and Report, that movie I hate, but he um he uh, he's awesome in this movie. Like he yeah. kill he kills it. Um, what else? Did you watch anything else? No, that was it. You watched Project Power. We both watched that.
0: Oh, yeah, I lied. Yeah. Fuck, I forget things so quick. I did. I watched Project Power with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. God, yeah. it all comes together. Yeah, he... uh, yeah, new Netflix movie. Basically, you take this illicit drug that get, It's a pill, and it gives you a superpower, but only for five minutes, and everybody's superpower is different, uh, and it was cool.
1: I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Like I thought it was a good Netflix action movie, which is kind of a category we're getting in now. So Xerxes, the guy uh, from Three Hundred, is in it. The guy who, he's also in love. Actually, he's the love interest of that. Anyway, that's a fun fact. And Machine Gun Kelly also in it plays Tommy Machine Lee. Machine Gun Kelly. He plays Newt.
0: I mediocre liked... rapper Machine Gun Kelly.
1: Yeah, he got lit up by um, lit up by Eminem. Anyway, um, I liked. I liked the movie. I thought Jamie Foxx did a great job. I thought Joseph Gordon Levitt did a great job. Um, a lot of fun. If you have Netflix,
0: yeah. definitely watch it.
1: Yeah, it's worth a watch. Um, I also watched Warrior. hmm Which, man, that's a movie. Like
0: Have has Warrior not been one of my Crispy Gems before? Uh
1: no, I think it was in I think it was definitely got a lot of action on our Instagram top sports movies.
0: Yeah, Warrior I loved Warrior.
1: But yeah, it was great. Uh, Tom Hardy Tom is the
0: beast. Yeah, and it stars my man Frank Grillo that I told you last week that I love.
1: I I thought about that as soon as I turned it on. I was like, "Hey, there's Frank Grillo again," and then I don't, I can't remember the other actor's name, but I'm pretty sure Tom Hardy just Joel
0: Edgerton, right? Pretty sure, or unless you're talking about Nick Nolte. Both of them. Or, sorry, I'm. Just, you're talking about WWE sur- superstar Kurt Angle. Kurt
1: Angle. Yeah, I had to look that up as Koba. The Russian... Yeah. I thought that was such a good... Terrifying. I, a
0: terrifying man.
1: That was such a good choice. Do you
0: remember when he was making fun of Stone Cold Steve Austin and he drove out the milk truck and hosed people down yes. with milk? Yes, Because, God, that's good. That's good stuff.
1: Um, what else did I watch? I watched Family, which was an okay movie. Not great. Don't know that one. It's about this girl a misplaced youth and a, a, a woman who works too hard and then she realizes the family's important but it ties in the juggalos so i think it's really oh hell yeah it's kind of like it was it was predictable but there were some funny moments um Tuck, can
0: i can i take you on a ride i'm pro juggalo
1: Oh yeah i i watched that um documentary on them Yes it's great like I like think...
0: the whole thing on the surface it's very stupid but like once you get to hear what they have to say about it and stuff you're like this actually sounds very nice and like very wholesome.
1: And there's a moment in the movie that highlights that. I think it does a good job. It's not a great movie overall, but it's on Crave. So if you watch Family, I think it's an hour and a half or hour very minutes.
0: very early into the COVID crisis, the Juggalos announced that they were canceling the Gathering of the Juggalos because it wasn't worth them yeah. to worth it to them to make even a dollar if it was going to put a Juggalos' life at risk. And I was like, these guys know what's up. I mean, they don't know how magnets work, <laughs> but other than that, they know what's up.
1: So I saw that. That was like when the Juggalos have their shit together more than everybody else. This is a problem. Um, and then the final movie I watched, which was my favorite of the week, was Yesterday, with, um, I don't know the main actor's name.
0: I don't know any of the actors in that, actually, but I really like it.
1: It's a very... Cute film. It's a, I'd say it's a romantic comedy about the Beatles not existing anymore. It's got great can music. I,
0: can I tell you something that's really weird? Yeah. We have a topic coming up. We haven't mentioned it to our listeners yet, and you and I haven't talked about what movies we want to specifically mention. Yep. But one of my movies, you have now mentioned two movies directed by the same guy, and he hasn't directed a lot.
1: Whoa. Okay. So apparently, so
0: random. Very weird.
1: The Netflix, uh, the Netflix algorithm works. But yeah, no, yesterday I I would highly suggest the watch. Like I was singing along because I love the Beatles and it was a it was just a fun movie. It didn't do well commercially. I think because they don't they don't really dive into the science, actually this feeds into our topic pretty well. So I gotta
0: imagine that no matter how well it did, it would probably be hard to make money because wouldn't they have to pay a lot of money for those songs?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I uh I don't know how royalties work. <laughs>
0: Sure. I mean, I don't know like, either. I just assume the Beatles are very famous and there's a lot of value in that and that somebody would have to pay to put in their thing. That's a good point. Anyways, our new intro song is Yellow Submarine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like the Beatles. I don't know any Beatles
1: songs. No, we would probably pick Yesterday because that's what our listeners would feel like. They'd be like, oh, yesterday. I wish it was yesterday because then I wouldn't have listened to this podcast. Oh, sick self-burn.
2: Uh, <laughs> okay. we're this doing... work.
1: We're doing, I'm workshopping it here. I got a lot going on. We're doing a new style of episode. So some of the feedback we've been getting, like we said, we love feedback, is that when we get unstructured, people lose interest. So here's what we're going to do.
0: And to that I say, I'm in a closet, I'm high, and I'm just smashing Trulies. What, What do you want from me? What do you want from me?
1: Just a little bit more structure. Just a little bit more. So what we did was we picked a genre of movies. And it's like a good, we're going to pick our two favorite, and we're going to pick our least favorite genre in that movie. Because we did superhero movies, and we just talked about everything superhero, and it was just a shotgun blast, and it wasn't really, that was too much. Right,
0: so we're going to discuss the genre a bit as a whole, and then we're going to nail it down to just good, bad, good.
1: Yeah, and I, good, bad, good isn't a great episode title, but I like, it's kind of like a shit sandwich, like you go... Good thing. Oh, yeah, that's a something. way better title.
0: What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about?
1: No, it's like how you're supposed to give like job reviews. Like, so we could, we, how uh, could we work that in? You
0: clearly don't give job reviews no, if like, you head into them thinking, I'm going to give this guy a shit sandwich.
1: Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say something positive, something negative, something positive.
0: You're not supposed to say something negative. What? If something negative has to be said, you just need to say it in a constructive way. Brutal. God. <laughs> okay. Well. You don't whatever. have? Do you have people under you? Are like you? Are you in a leadership role, Tuck?
1: Uh, yeah. No. Not really.
0: <laughs> yeah. What I a surprise.
1: Have, I have a tough time saying. Well, that's a little harsh. I have a tough time saying anything negative. Anyway, so usually I just put lipstick on a pig and just say the negative thing as a positive. But yeah, we'll go good, bad, good, bad, good. Is that what we're calling this then?
0: We don't need to figure out the title on the podcast. We can figure yeah. it out later. We'll
1: figure it out later. <laughs> but anyway, that's our new episode style for this this episode, and we're gonna we're gonna workshop it. So let us know what you think.
0: So when Tuck came to me with this idea trying something new, um we, we decided like a genre movie that we love and that we've talked about often, just time travel movies. But we also said, Well, we gotta we gotta chop a couple off at the top because too often we talk about Terminator every other episode. Yeah.
1: So we're for our favorites, we limited it. You can't pick Terminator and you cannot pick any of the uh any Terminator, anything in the Terminator universe, can't pick that, and you can't pick any Back to the Future. And the reason
0: is because like we already talk about how TT was such a fucking solid, great movie, and obviously Back to the Future, the trilogy is amazing. So like when you're saying best time travel movies, like, yeah, those are gonna be in like everybody's top three. Like, don't worry about it. We get it.
1: Even the um, even the worst ones, like you could argue that Back to the Future Three isn't the best movie ever, but you can't pick that one because even though it's not, it's the worst of the three. It's still better than a lot of time travel movies.
0: Yeah, agreed. It's 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 the least good. I mean, the BT BTTF series goes in order, like one, two, three, in terms of quality, but. Now, before we get into it, I want to know what your favorite style of time travel movie is. And what I mean by that is you've got some kind of key different types of time travel. You've got that classic time travel, what we'll we'll call the Terminator time travel. Somebody comes back in time, they're trying to change something so that the future changes.
1: Okay. Visitor from the future. That kind of? Sure. Okay.
0: And then you've got your time loop situations, your groundhog days, if you will, where somebody's repeating the same day. I consider that time travel. At the end of the day, you time travel back to this the beginning.
1: Yeah, the time loop. I like those. Yeah.
0: Um, then you've got. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, and then I was just going to say, then you got the classic
1: goes to the future.
0: Oh yeah, sent to the future. Like Black, I can't think like it, Black
1: Knight with Martin Lawrence. Or no, he goes to the past.
0: He goes to the past. I was just going to say, I can't think of anything where somebody gets sent to the future.
1: Oh, uh, meet the Robinsons. That's he gets sent to the future in that. That's a kids' movie. I just
0: watched it. I was going to say I don't know what that is. Yeah,
1: it's really good. It's older. Yeah. Okay. Goes to the future. Okay.
0: So yes, technically, goes to the future is time travel. Yes, going back in time, but inhabiting your own younger body, a la hot tub time machine.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And then just going back in time.
0: Well, that would be the beginning, like the the.
1: No, that would be visitor from the future, like the time the Terminator one. I would argue Linda Hamilton's the main character, and you get somebody from the future trying to influence it. Whereas what are you like... t-
0: it's the same type of time travel. What do you mean?
1: Well. No, you but said then,
0: person from the future going back in time.
1: Yeah, but the main character, like for example, Black Knight, he goes back into the past. Like that's a different movie than Terminator. He doesn't change the No, but the it's events. the same
0: type of time travel.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's-, it's So uh, then
0: the other type of time travel is you're going back in the past, but you're not affecting the future. You've got diverging realities like your Avengers kind of tried to wrap up uh, like that okay. by saying, if we don't go back and put these in time, the timeline splits.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Which is different than Terminator where your actions are always affecting the future. Oh, actually, you know, that makes me think of another one, which is you go back in time, but your actions can't change the future because everything's already set because time travel is a paradox, like uh, 12 monkeys.
1: Yeah. So that's actually a true thing. Like the time travel paradox is they they say that back time travel backwards could never happen because if you go back in time and kill the guy that invents time travel, then the universe ends.
0: Well, that's the thing, is none of these movies, even the best time travel movie, doesn't make any sense. Time travel is fictional. It can't exist. And no matter how good you try to do, there's going to be holes in the story because, like, at certain points it just doesn't work. So I try not to hold that against them. You know, if it slaps me in the face and it takes me out of the movie and it says, like, it really just taken its time to tell me what a piece of shit it is, uh, sure. But as long as it's doing a relatively decent job at it, I'm, I'm not going to try to pick it apart. Oh, one type of time travel is they go back in the past into their younger body. How about when they go into the future into their older body? Thirteen going on thirty. That's the only example <laughs> I can think of. Yeah, that's
1: a good one. Yeah, that's, that's that.
0: got to be all the different types of time travel in movie, right?
1: I think, and then the, like the, I'd say the most realistic one would be Interstellar. That would be the one that kind of is the most plausible, because there's- Right,
0: and what kind of time travel is it, Tuck? Can you pass my quiz?
1: It is a visitor from the pa visitor from the future, affecting Wrong. future events. Wrong. What?
0: It's the twelve monkey style. It's already happened. It has to happen that way, otherwise it wouldn't work. Yeah, but it does. Because remember, oh. when, when she's a kid, yeah. the books are sending her messages because he's pressing the books. So like, it all is a, is a loop.
1: Oh yeah, it's <laughs> well, my mind's in a bottle. See you next episode. Yeah.
0: Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> stop trying to figure them out because they don't work. Wa- the, at a certain point, too, you have to, for anybody who's really trying to dissect a time travel movie, you have to be like, it's a movie. It's for entertainment, you know? So, some things you have to do for the sake of entertainment.
1: Okay. So, let's do this. Uh, I'm, I am I want to do my worst one first. So, you go with your best one, your first best one. Give us that.
0: <sighs> I mean, obviously, I wanted to say Terminator 2, but I'm not allowed to do that. Nope. Cut. It's because we talk about it all the time because it's really good. I don't want to get shit from everybody because a lot of times we say these top threes and whatever, and yeah, I'm quick to judge as well. I realize, but that's kind of like my thing. But like, also, it's so hard to say what the best top three ever is. Like, it, My opinions change day to day. I'm yeah, a human person. Get yeah, over it.
1: Yeah, we get it, Ryan. Uh, you can dish it out for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the wrong okay. business if you don't want to get roasted, by the way. but But whatever. I'll take it.
0: Uh, one of my top favorite time travel movies that is good and that everybody should watch is Looper.
1: Uh, I was going to be my first pick, but I did look up some fun Looper facts and I have a theory about Looper.
0: I, oh, your theories on time travel, great. <laughs> That's what everybody came here is, to do. Does it involve gigantic spoilers?
1: Uh, this one's old enough we could spoil it. Like if it's 10 years older or older, we can spoil this movie.
0: Is Luper ten years old?
1: I think so. Yeah, it came out when I was in university, and that was like twelve years ago. So he was like two thousand. Luper
0: couldn't. Jesus, wow! That doesn't um, make sense. It's to your.
1: Me. It's your pick, Ryan. Okay, so do you want? Uh, do you want a fun fact
0: about this movie? Sure.
1: So there's a scene when Joseph Gordon-Levitt falls from the fire escape. Mm-hmm. It's uh, happens about I don't know about fifteen minutes into the movie. Anyway, he that scene was filmed on his thirtieth birthday, and while they were filming it. They didn't let him down from the wire, and the entire crew sang him happy birthday.
0: (laughs) Terrible. That is a nightmare to me.
1: (laughs) Why? They just suspended him, hanging from his-
0: I do not like that society has normalized singing to somebody on their birthday. I dislike it. I don't like being put in a position where people are looking at me wondering why I'm not singing.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I thought it was a fun
0: fact. It's a fun fact, but I just don't like- If I was him in that situation, I'd be like, this fucking sucks.
1: It also took him three hours to put on that prosthetic makeup to make him look like a young Bruce Willis.
0: Yeah, that I understand because yeah. it was good makeup. It like it's very good.
1: His own mother didn't even recognize him. Huh. Anyway. Well, I don't know about that, but no, that's what the, I don't know. That was that was on the. No, I'm just here.
0: saying. Like, I feel like if I had a kid, I would recognize them with like minimal. I'd be like, "Oh, that's my son," but he's pretending to be Bruce Willis. Like, I think I would get it.
1: So, why did you love this movie, Ryan?
0: Oh, just because it's a it's a fucking it's a good movie. Yes, it is a time travel movie. I'm not necessarily picking it because of uh, because of the quality of the time travel, which is you know decent. But again, once you start picking it apart, but again, that's every time travel movie; it, it falls apart pretty quick, you know. And uh, but in general, it's a great movie. Uh, it's from Ryan Johnson, who I fucking love. He's great. He did this? He did uh, the Last Jedi. He did Knives Out. Have you seen Knives Out? No, not yet. It's good. Ooh, Tuck. Watch Knives Out, buddy.
1: Okay, I got it on the list.
0: Zero time travel, but still very good.
1: I liked it because it does it does a good job of addressing the fact that it doesn't have great time travel. And I've watched it, I think, two or three times. And the third time I watched it, I was like, oh, this kind of works, actually. But essentially Looper yeah, Looper great. is just the it's the baby Hitler question. If you could go back in time and kill baby Hitler, would you? Like that's what yeah, it is.
0: That is the question.
1: Yeah. And then the argument is well, would that do anything? Would it divergent timelines? Avengers addresses that anyway. No, I love Looper, so that's a great pick. Kate, okay, my so
0: you want to start with worse? Why are you starting with worse? No. You just you did this whole thing about good, bad, good.
1: No, but I'm gonna do my best one first. I just wanted to give you your best one first, so I can do my worst one first, right? So we're gonna okay. alternate who goes first.
0: Okay, now I see.
1: Because I don't have, I don't hate a lot of movies, uh, or I just
0: you don't hate anything.
1: I don't. No, I don't. Anyway, uh, my favorite is Groundhog Day picked it because I love... Great, great pick. I love time loop movies, and I think Bill Murray has killed it. Uh, Who turned it down? Michael Keaton turned down the main role of...
0: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That was the fact I looked up. Huh. I think
0: that could have worked. Keaton's good.
1: Keaton's very good. I think Bill Murray does a great job in this movie.
0: Well, obviously, that movie's a classic. I love that movie.
1: It was directed by Harold Ramis from Ghostbusters, Rest in Peace. Yep. Yes. And this movie actually ended their friendship because they had so many creative differences on it.
0: Oh, that's a bummer.
1: Yeah, but they reconciled before Ramus's
0: death, so that's a good one. Wow, really bringing down the crowd here. You want to know what? Uh, you want to know
1: a fun fact about the groundhog? I really did my the Ground, I was stepping up my game like because he killed
0: animal the you know, the real life animal the groundhog.
1: Yeah, uh, punks told I Phil, guess. But his name I don't I know how fun this fact could he be. Bit Bill Murray three times. Bill Murray hated this thing.
0: Yeah, I could imagine working. You should never work with kids or animals. Yeah, right? right. That's what they say in the yeah. business.
1: And it wasn't because uh, it's punks told me. It wasn't shot in Punxsutawney. It was actually shot in Woodstock, Illinois. So if you're ever in the Illinois area, you can go check out Woodstock, and that's where Groundhog Day was shot. There's a plaque commemorating the puddle that Bill Murray steps in every time.
0: Love, love hitting up Illinois this time of year. Yeah, I
1: think it'd be great, but no. Actually, they had to use fake snow because they didn't have enough snow for being shot in February. But yeah, no, Groundhog Day, it's a very cute film, it's a classic, it's hilarious. I it's can't
0: amazing. I can't imagine that we have any listeners that haven't seen Groundhog Day. I know,
1: Day. and it, I just and love- And if
0: we do, I want you guys to text me and tell me you haven't seen Groundhog Day, and then I'm going to block you on all our social media. Go
1: watch it, because it's so funny. And it's yeah, just, it's great. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. Okay, my worst one. Uh, Can I go?
0: Yeah, I guess. We're doing this, so we're doing it snake snake draft style?
1: Yeah, I'm just alternating. This is just alternating. Okay. I'm not going to pick my well, best one next. Like, anyway. Well, you just
0: did Groundhog Day, so it's not alternating.
1: Yeah, uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> give me your worst. I'm just give I'm just me your worst. Give me your least it. favorite time travel least movie. I don't understand movie? these weird drafts.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We'll get it. We'll the get only it.
0: draft I like is beer. Am I right? What's Hello. up?
1: My my least favorite time travel movie is the 2001 remake of Planet of the Apes, and I'm gonna say this: I like the three newest Planet of the Apes. I don't even like the old Planet of the Apes, and I'm gonna that's a hot take, but I don't like the old Planet of the Apes movies. There's too many of them.
0: Tuck, I am with you on this, and do you know why I'm with you? No. Because, ape together strong. <laughs> ape. Yeah. Okay.
1: Thanks. Nice. I like that. I do like the concept of Planet of the Apes. I hated this remake. It was directed by Tim Burton. The, this
0: is the Tim Burton Wahlberg one, right? Yeah. And Wahlberg yeah, left. Yeah, that movie does suck.
1: Wahlberg left Ocean's Eleven. He was he was in the Matt Damon role in Ocean's Eleven. He huge left. Huge mistake. It. He Big. Left
0: it. Huge. To... Yeah. Huge.
1: Huge. Big mistake. Huge. Uh, that's Pretty Woman. That's a Pretty Woman call out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if your Julia Roberts impression is very spot on, but yes, that was a line from Wait, Pretty Woman.
1: You work here, right? You work at Commission? <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. Um, and then, actually, Tim Tim Roth is the colonel in this movie. He was so constricted by the makeup he had to wear that he dislocated two vertebrae and he had trapped mm-hmm. nerves afterwards. So he Jesus,
0: this sounds terrible. He
1: physically hurt, hurt himself for this horrible movie. So it's a time travel movie, Planet of the Apes, all are. Spoiler alert. Don't watch this movie. I'm going to spoil it for you. The ape went back in time and took over the planet. Don't watch this movie. It's awful.
0: Uh, the apes didn't go back in time. Mark Wahlberg goes forward in time.
1: Uh, What? No, they go back in time.
0: The apes don't go back in time. The apes get smart, and then he goes into the future, and by the future, they're extremely smart.
1: I thought they went back in time and evolved faster. Anyway,
0: how would that make sense? I
1: don't know. I didn't understand the movie because it was awful.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't, what? laughs> um, I, I, Tuck, we don't 100% agree often. I 100% agree with you on this. That movie is bad but then the Matt Reeves um apes movies are good you know, yes. plan, uh rise of the planet of the apes war for the planet of the apes those. and Matt Reeves is the new is the directing the new the batman the newest iteration of batman with Roger oh, uh, sorry Robert Pat, Pattinson uh and this weekend uh actually this will be out next week so on the weekend of the 22nd Of August is DC Fandome, which is like some sort of big DC, like we're going to show you about our movies and our video games. And James Gunn's apparently finally going to tell us something about the Suicide Squad, which we know so little about. So I'm pretty excited.
1: Rockstar's coming out with a Suicide Squad game. Yes, and I'm very interested in it. Um, Okay, I do like the new three Planet of the Apes with Big Big Franco. They're good. Okay, what's your Ape Together Strong? Ape Together Strong. What's your least favorite? time travel
0: movie this is tough because i got a lot of bad ones and i don't know which one i hate the most so quick quick honorable mentions timeline a bad movie that i actually love a lot it's not good but i love it and this is a movie where gerard butler and paul walker and some other people get sent back in time to medieval times in france and it is the the time travel thing of uh, the things they're doing have an effect on the future and then when they come back in time they have changed the past
1: right that's why new zealand plane movie not great
0: yeah, it's 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 you're right, it's not great, but it's fun. I like it. I think yeah. I really like Paul Walker. Uh other um notable mention, Time Traveler's wife, just fucking weird. He's like bouncing around, you know, like loves Rachel McAdams, but then also he loves the little kid that Rachel McAdams is, and you're like, This is kind of weird, Eric Banna. Yeah, it's did Eric not Banner, enjoy. The Hulk. Uh yeah, the bad Hulk. <laughs> One of bad there's a lot. Getting close to the worst. But we're going butterfly effect. Also, very bad. Oh, Doesn't I disagree. Make
1: sense. I disagree.
0: No, see, the the biggest problem is that well, what do we talk about? Well, it's hard for time travel movies to make sense. There's a lot of plot holes. But within the butterfly effect, it sets up it its own time travel rules, and then breaks those own rules that it's set up. It's like, well, you're not even keeping your shit together within your movie.
1: You just said you're not going to hold the complexities of time travel against the movie, and no, you're no, literally no. doing. That. I'm
0: not holding the complexities of time travel against them. I'm holding the complexities of script writing. If you can't even remember the things you've said in the beginning of the movie by the end of the movie, you're a bad movie. Uh,
1: fine. I like Butterfly Effect, but for the same reason that I think it's it's kind of a dark fun and I like Ashton Kutcher. So It's very anyway. bad.
0: But the number one worst time travel movie. So this is an interesting, speaking of loopholes, I have found a loophole because what did we say at the top? Can't talk about Back to the Future or Terminator for best movies. But you didn't say worst. Terminator Genesis, the worst time uh, travel movie. This movie fucking sucks. Okay.
1: Okay, I'll give it to you. I guess it's a bit of a cop-out, but you do hate this movie, which you've mentioned multiple times. It's I...
0: really bad. So the time <laughs> travel is. I wouldn't say necessarily any worse, any jankier than any other Terminator movie. Cause you know, with, with that many movies about time travel and new timelines and stuff, like it gets a little messy for sure. So it's not even the time travels, the problem it's how bad it is. It's bad. They, they step on their own story so many times and then just like give you like half endings, restarts, half endings, restarts. And it, the, the promotion, there's a large twist in this movie that like, ugh, I feel obligated not to spoil because I hate spoiling the movies, but also I hate it so much it's like hard for me to be like give it any credit. They spoiled in the trailer, so like the teaser trailer, the first time you're getting a taste for this movie, there's like a huge twist, and you're like, "That's the fucking movie. Why would you give me that in the trailer?" <laughs> yeah, but you yeah, don't I hate, know I, it's, it's a bad. Twist. So, what do you mean you don't know it's a twist? They I set it up I can't in the, the trailer. trailer. I can't remember the trailer. Yeah, it's bad. It sucks. So, have you you've seen it right? No,
1: I haven't. I'm going to watch it because I love the Terminator. But I, the whole Terminator, like if you look at the whole Terminator timeline, it doesn't make sense. It's they're a mess. And that's, movies.
0: again, I don't hold that against them because it's the same as any X-Men movie. It's just like when you make enough movies, like they just start to not make sense timeline wise. Like, yeah, it's, you can't. it's too difficult. And again, that's that thing where it's like you have to put aside a certain amount of criticism because you understand that they're doing some things for just entertainment value because that's what they're doing. They're making a, a product sure. for your entertainment. They.
1: The only the only series of movies that does this really well that doesn't mess up the timeline, the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they wrote all 24 movies in a row.
0: Yeah, those guys are unreal. It's so, almost unfair to compare anything. You know, I bet you some nerds have really dissected oh, it yeah. and found some problems. Yeah. You know, and this is coming from me. So when I'm saying some nerds, these guys are next level nerdy cuz like, you know, hello pot, this is the kettle. You're black.
1: You're you're watching the video but you're not doing the dissecting. Yes. Yeah, so that's
0: but it's unfair to compare things to the MCU because those guys just fucking, they did such a good job so across the board. Okay, okay. so do I give you another good one now or does it go back to you?
1: You can give me another good one. Yeah, go ahead.
0: So this is my last one. And I'm taking you on a little adventure here because this is, I, I would i would suspect that based on the movies and stuff I've talked about thus far, this maybe wouldn't be, I think this might be a surprise for some of our listeners. And I'm going to um say one of my other top favorite Time travel movies is a romantic comedy called About Time. Who's that with? You haven't heard of this one? No. It's directed by the dude that directed Love, actually, and wrote Yesterday. I think earlier I said he directed both, but he only uh, wrote Yesterday. Okay. It's it, star, it stars Domhnall Gleeson, stars Bill Nye and Rachel McAdams. And basically Domhnall Gleeson turns twenty one, his dad sits him down, Bill Nye. The science guy? A treasure of a man. No, b- British actor, Bill Nye. He might be oh, Welsh. I'm not sure. No, he's
1: in, uh, he's a uh, feeling in my fingers. He's that guy in Love Actually.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sure. I he's don't also know Love the,
1: Actually. He's also the guy in Underworld. He's the. Uh,
0: More importantly, he's Simon Pegg's stepdad in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that's him. Okay, so he sits down Domhnall Gleason on his 21st birthday and says just very casually, hey, just so you know, all the men in our family, when they turn 21, they have the ability to travel back in time and inhabit them, their younger selves. And he's like, what? It's like, yeah, we mostly do it to just fix little social faux pas and, and stuff like that, you know. And it's just like very casual and very comfortable. And, you know, he goes, he does it, he uses it to, to he said something stupid at a party the night before and he went back and so he didn't say it. And, you know, uh, the way that they address the time travel is very cute because it's not for like like he even says to his dad is like, do you ever like why aren't we just like filthy rich or whatever? And he's like, oh, you know, I had an uncle that did that once and he just got really weird. So, like, it's not worth it. And the way that they kind of brush that off just really well. And really, the movie is just about him and his life. You know, he meets a girl, Rachel McAdams. He falls in love. So he uses the time travel a little to try not to be a total schmuck. Uh, he has kids. He uses the time travel to visit his dad after his dad dies and they oh. have talks. And like, I highly recommend this movie to anybody. It's not a sci-fi movie by any stretch of the means, but time travel is a large proponent of it. And it's just, it's an extremely sweet movie. It's well-directed, well-written, great acting.
1: About time. I'm going to check this one out. This sounds like right up my alley, seeing as I just mentioned yeah. two of two of the movies that that guy's directed that I
0: love. Yeah. Like. What a coincidence, by the way. That broke my brain. Um.
1: Yeah, that's why we're getting in sync, episode 13. Uh, okay, mine, I went in a bit of a different direction. My other favorite, um, time travel movie. It's another time loop. Surprisingly, apparently that's my favorite. I do want to give an honorable mention to Hot Tub Time Machine because I really love that movie.
0: Oh, love it. Love Hot Tub Time Machine. I
1: wanted to pick that. I did, but I thought, you know, let's let's change the mold here, Tuck. Let's pick a different movie that not everybody's going to think that you're going to pick. By the way, Hot Tub Time Machine was made on a dare.
0: Uh, Somebody dared them to make a movie with a title that dumb?
1: Because the writers of Harold and Kumar were talking to the writer of Hot Tub Time Machine, which I think there's some overlap there. And they said, um, he's like, well, I'm going to make a movie called Hot Tub Time Machine. And they said, we dare you. And he sat down, he wrote it. He made it.
0: He did it, and it works. It's great.
1: So my favorite is Edge of Tomorrow, Tom Cruise.
0: Hell yes. That was on my list. It was like tough not to pick it. Edge of Tomorrow fucking rules. Is based
1: on a book? But, Ryan... This is a book that you might like because that book is based on a video game. What? Yeah, the premise of the, bu- the premise of the book was written the author. It's a manga book, I think, but the guy wrote it because oh, it's a graphic novel. Yeah, but he wrote it because he was playing a video game and he kept restarting, and that was the premise. That was what he uh, he based the whole.
0: So it's not based on a specific no. video game. It's just based on the concept of restarting and retrying levels yeah, in video games. Which is okay. Good. That makes more sense to me.
1: Tom Cruise also didn't want to make those suits CGI. So he came three, yeah, three my months. Fine man, Tom. He made, Yeah, because he does his own stunts. They came three months early to build the suits in order to make them work.
0: Uh, the premise for anybody listening: the premise of Edge of Tomorrow. It's a Groundhog Day, but he's a he's a soldier fighting a alien invasion. But Groundhog Day, and it's so good. Like it's, definitely go watch yeah. it. Also it, has Emily Blunt, and she's jacked, and I'm into it.
1: Yeah, and so the opening scene, you see Emily Blunt. She's holding a yoga pose. Apparently, they had to help her because she had to hold the pose too long, but she can do that pose by herself. So props to Emily Blunt.
0: Got those tries. Also,
1: Tom Cruise, only when he did this movie, said, I want my deaths to be extravagant and hilarious. You know who else said that? I'm going to give you mad props if you know this.
0: An actor or just a person? An
1: actor. He agreed to play a role only if at the end of the three movies that he's in, his death is fantastic.
0: Oh, well, this is like, this could be, he's in three, it's a trilogy, and he dies at the end. So he only dies once.
1: Yeah, he dies once. He dies at the end. And it's the I'll give you this. It's the three shittiest movies of this nine movie series. Wow. Okay. It's Samuel L. Jackson in Star Wars. So when he agreed to do- Oh, damn. When he agreed to play Mace Windu, he said, I will only do this if at the end I die in a very extravagant fashion.
0: (laughs) Well, he does. He definitely- He also demanded a purple lightsaber. Purple was- He did. He wanted.
1: And he doesn't say no to movies because he remembers when- uh, when he was a young actor and he got denied, he says yes to every movie.
0: Thus, snakes if you on a plane. look up Sammy's credits, he's got like four hundred fucking roles. I know, like he, because he, he does, says yes to everything. He, yeah,
1: he's maybe okay, he'll come well, on our yeah. podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, Samuel L Jackson, please come on our podcast. Um, you can do a, you can you can cut an ad for. Damn it, he advertises for a credit card, doesn't he? I
1: think you can cut an ad for whatever the hell you want, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dude, live your life, man. We love you. Uh, so, Tuck, great Kay. great picks. I love Thank it. Thank you. Now, I did my research. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud of you, bud. Uh, we do have now, uh, we're not going to do a top three. We're skipping top three, but that's because we brought on a very special guest.
1: All right. It's it's Tuck and Rolls' pleasure to welcome back Corey Mercer for his first official segment of The Critic. How's it going, Corey? I heard you watched a movie.
2: It's good. I did manage in the last three weeks to squeeze in one movie. Uh, with a reminder from you, but I did get it in and I felt like I accomplished something like I'm a, you know, a better person for it.
0: I wouldn't go as far as to say that. I mean, I would argue that doing this podcast has made me a worse person.
2: As I say, it also helps that my hockey team is horrible and I had to quit watching hockey a weekend. So it did free me up a little bit.
0: I was so confused. I was like, how are you playing hockey in August? And I realized you're talking about watching hockey. Yes. I'm oh, no. Dumb. Corey
2: can't skate. Corey can't skate. Um, oh, me
0: neither, We'll but...
1: remind our listeners that the two movies that... So Ryan and I, we tweeted this out. So it's on our uh, it's on our Twitter, which we shouted out earlier. But uh, tuck and rolls on Twitter. We have a list of the 50...
0: It's IMDB's user-recommended top 50.
1: Okay. And Corey had watched nine. So Ryan and I each gave him two. It was uh, The Departed, The Depadded and The Prestige.
0: Now, this is the real t- test here is whose movie did he pick cuz he said he only watched one. So, who does he love more? <laughs> Come to the one you love the most, Corey.
2: Now, Ryan, it's not who do I love more. It's which one was free. That <laughs> yeah. a boy. Cuz I'm actually more interested in The Prestige, but I watched The Departed because it was on Netflix. But I will I will watch The Prestige, Ryan. I do guarantee cuz I am a I do like Christian Bale. I am going to watch it.
0: I think you're going to like it. Yeah, it is
2: a
1: great movie. So you have some notes, and uh, well, do you want to do your notes first, and then give us your final score out
2: of ten? Yeah, yeah. I'll kind of just go through the mo- the points of the movie that are you know as I was watching going through, and then yeah, I'll give it a final score. That sounds like a good plan.
1: Okay, and then I'll throw another one for you to watch, so you'll have two in your uh, in your repertoire.
2: Sounds good. So first thing I do, I don't know if you guys do this, is I like to look at the length of the movie, and oh my god, yeah, no, yeah. Because I'm like, oh my, what am I in for? And I thought two and a half hours.
0: I consider knowing the length of a movie before going in a mild spoiler. Yeah, and I was like, screw
2: these guys. Two and a half hours? <laughs> like, but for, so I was actually pleasantly surprised. I mean, first thing, you you guys might notice. Does Matt Damon drink or is he like a clean eater? Because he does not look that like he's aged at all.
0: I think he's just got good genes because, yeah, he looks, he's, he's, he has aged well. Because
2: Leonardo DiCaprio looks 20 years younger.
1: Yeah, he's a handsome fella. It could be makeup too.
0: And Matt
2: Damon looks like the exact
0: same. Yeah, it turns out being super rich means your skin is great. (laughs) So
2: yeah, I kind of get into the movie and I didn't read anything on it first. And then you're trying to figure out like, okay, what's going on? Who's, you know, who's supposed to be the good guy, bad guy? What's the scenario? I love the fact, I mean, Matt Damon's accent, not good. (laughs) I did like the fact that Leo didn't really have one. They didn't try and force one with
0: him they also make a point of saying that his character is a guy that went to the city on the weekends would drop the yeah. boston accent it kind of as like a good wink to like this way he doesn't have an accent don't worry i about bet it.
1: you had two different accents didn't you you fuck
2: yeah and in those interviews there was i laughed out loud i mean classic line when they talked about to matt damon when Wahlberg's sitting there and he goes if you work hard you move up like a twelve-year-old boy's dick or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: like a twelve-year-old's dick. Wahlberg has
0: great lines in that movie. Yeah. yeah, how's your mother? Good. Tired from fucking my father.
2: <laughs> it actually reminded me of a line that a guy on my soccer team used to use all the time when we were talking. He's like, he'd say, "Boys, we're playing like an erect dick that needs to take a piss. Until we relax, it's just not going to work."
0: That's horrible. This is I hate yeah. sports. This is why I don't play on sports teams. <laughs> well, I mean, many reasons, but that's one of them. Is that weird dick <laughs> yeah. thing?
2: But yeah, Ryan, you're right. Wahlberg. Wahlberg is the star of that movie. That's one of my notes.
0: Oh, yeah. No, uh, for sure he is.
2: Another thing. It was the fact that Matt Damon is a loser the entire movie. Yes. So unlikable. I don't I assume that's what they were going for. Because they nailed it. If that's what they were going for. He, I, I was just hoping for him to go away as soon as possible.
1: Yeah, because he's the bad guy.
2: That's, yeah. He's the bad guy. Yeah um they made a i don't know if another mark Wahlberg thing they're talking about he's talking about cops that are kind of useless and he calls them the other guys does that lead into his movie with will ferrell called the other no, Guys? no i
0: think they're i think they are unconnected but like maybe uh that'd be funny if if some if if some co- comedy writer was watching the departed heard that line and was like what would a movie about the other guys be like that that'd be interesting
2: yeah, that was that's uh, that stuck out to me for whatever reason. Uh Leo was so good in it, as always.
0: The guy's tremendous. He's he's good at two things. He's good at acting his ass off, and he's good at dating twenty year old supermodels.
2: Yeah, like the entire time every scene he was involved in was just a better scene. Did you speak good of dating twenty year old supermodels? Did you see that joke at the Golden Globes when Ricky Gervais brought that up
1: or whatever? Like, by the time this is over, Leo's date's already going to be too old for him. And he just kind of was like, yeah, you're right.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I don't really like Ricky Gervais or his, like, Golden Globe stuff where he's like, look how shocking I am. I'm going to say shocking things, but, like, they're not even that great.
1: I don't know. He was too, he was too harsh this year. Anyway, keep going, Corey.
2: Who was the lead female?
0: Vera Farminga.
2: Do, do we like her? I was not a huge fan.
0: Oh, I really like her. Um, well, yeah, I she's, like her. She's great in Up in the Air. She's great in The Conjuring series with my boy, Patrick Wilson.
2: Patty Wilson.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan's favorite actor.
0: One of Honestly, he fucking rules. He, bro, he's Ocean Master. How do you want to knock on Ocean Master?
1: Hey, I'm not ripping on the guy. Just He's such an obscure choice for... Like, Leonardo DiCaprio is Corey's favorite actor. Who's Ryan's? Patrick Wilson.
2: <laughs> anyway... I do think part of the problem was, like, one thing that I was jacked about, it was Matt Damon, it was Charlie Sheen, it was Leo, it was Wahlberg, it was
0: Alec, like, all these people I knew. It is Martin Sheen, but I would have fucking loved if Charlie Sheen was in there. Charlie Sheen, Martin
2: Sheen, one of the Sheen, Emilio Estevez's dad, you know who I meant. Yeah. Um, Good call, Corey.
1: Yeah, nice nice fact.
2: Either way, I'm like, then all of a sudden this girl comes. I'm like, this can't be the lead, right? Like, there's got to be a girl that I know who it is. And I guess you guys do know who she is. That's just me. That's on yeah. my side for not being a movie guy.
1: Yeah, I thought she did a great job in that role. Like, it's not meant as a, a lead over sexualized role. And I thought she did a very, she played a very powerful female character. I, th- I thought she killed it. But
0: anyway. I kind of, so I kind of disagree. Like, I think she does a good job. Like, she's she she does a really good job uh, acting and in, in doing what she's been given. But I think the character is not a great character. I feel like that really? movie could have been the same without her. Like, if you removed her role from that movie, the movie basically would have been the same. And so I think that that's kind of a disservice to a female character. They're not even bothering to flesh her out. She's just there as kind of a token female. I think they they sell it short, because I think that that it has the potential with the relationship with both of them, and there's there's a potential to show a lot more of what's going on with them internally through her relationships with them. But I don't feel like they... Do it. I feel like they really sell her character short.
1: Oh, I and I thought they did. Like, I thought that, you know, her relationship is with Matt Damon is the one that she's supposed to have on paper. He's an up-and-coming cop. He's all this. And her relationship with Wahlberg is the one that, you know, he's the bad DiCaprio. boy. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Her relationship with DiCaprio... Is the bad boy, right? He's the convict. He's all the violent offender, all this stuff. But it, deep down, he's a better person, and that's that's the point of the whole thing, right? Is that he's the better guy? I don't know. Whatever. No, we could agree to disagree. Corey didn't like her. You didn't like her.
0: Well, I I'll liked her. I felt like they did. They just didn't do enough for her. They didn't give her enough. Fair enough. Fair I fair do enough.
2: like how they intertwined them, all three of them, though. Like that was, yes. that, Like that yeah. was yeah. interesting. I was engaged by that portion. I just wasn't that huge fan of the female um also also jack nicholson doesn't it seem like i felt like there's some like joker moments when he was joker in the movie too
0: i think jack nicholson is just at this stage of the game he's just jack nicholson you get what you get
1: <laughs> yeah and i definitely think there was like an element of this is the bad guy that he plays and he he devolves into psychosis and stuff one,
0: one would argue that he's as good as it gets oh. <clears throat> thank you yeah thanks Thanks, we'll be here all night. Okay, Corey, what's your rating system? You're doing out of 5, out of 10, out of 2, out of 6 out of 6, Corey's? Like, whatever you want, but It's your segment.
1: You want to do 3 stars because you could do that?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm, t- I'm going to go out of 10. Um, one last point before I give my rating. The ending was horrible, but then awesome. I literally <laughs> yeah. put in my notes when Leo died. I was like, this is stupid. What a waste of my time. And when I when I thought he was getting away with it. And then when Wahlberg came and finished him off, I was like, yep, that's a good movie. And because of that twist, it went from literally a seven with Matt Damon alive to an eight and a
0: half with him dead. Yeah, I like that.
2: No, two 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 and a half hours. I was honestly engaged the whole time. I didn't look at my phone. Eight and a half. I'll take that. Nice. Okay. Okay.
1: So next you're going to watch the Prestige, and I forgot, have you seen Gladiator? I have not. Okay, that's that's going to be, that's another long movie, but that's going to be my next movie on the list. Okay, Prestige,
2: then Gladiator.
1: Yeah, watch Prestige, because if you just keep watching movies, I suggest, because they're free, Ryan's going to get really hurt. I'll bring, actually, I'm going to see in a couple weeks, I'll bring the DVD of the Prestige, if I still have it. If not, I'll find it.
0: The listeners know I'm right.
2: No, I'm going to, it's 3 It's three ninety nine on YouTube. I'm just going to pay the three ninety
1: nine. But yeah, Gladiator, honestly, one of my top top 10 favorite movies of all time
2: Corey. i'm gonna
0: make you a movie guy by the end of this bud
2: well if i'm if i'm watching things like Gladiator, i don't have as high hopes for gladiator as i did for you guys started me off pretty nice both seemed pretty interesting gladiator does not
0: i 100% would not have suggested gladiator for Corey, but that's just me yeah fair enough doing my own but thing. he's
1: a sports guy and that was the sport of the time
0: okay Corey. we will Corey, thank we'll you, talk you, very much. you next time
1: sounds good that was a great review. I'm really happy he's liking the movies. He's going to listen to this because he's only on for 10 minutes. So
0: Movie. Well, one movie. He watched your movie, by the way, Hurtful. Now that he's gone, I'll tell him that, <laughs> that guy fucking cut me deep.
1: It was free. It was free. He was like, hey, where can I watch this? I was like, oh, well, mine's on Netflix. He's like, done. I was like, Perfect. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Did you look up to see where mine was available Or did you only tell him where yours just was available I where mine was available Because I feel like this is maybe against some sort of rule book That we haven't written
1: Okay, I'll get him to text the group chat next time <laughs>
0: Okay, Crispy Gems Kay. I want to tell you, you, you talked about it a little earlier But Crispy Gems, I do like David Ayer And two David Ayer movies that I really recommend people watching Are End of Watch Which is a movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena And they're cops in L.A. It's pretty gritty. It's not like a family movie by any means. No. Really good though. Very enjoyable. The other one is a is a World War II movie called Fury. It stars Brad Pitt, oh. Logan Lerman, Shia LaBeouf, Punisher, John Bernthal. That's his name. <laughs> and it is, it's it's grimy. It's gritty. I literally saw that in the theater, and I left the theater feeling, I want to say almost sick to my stomach about. How fucking horrible war apparently is, which yeah. in my books means damn, that guy made a good movie.
1: Yeah, it's a so Fury is an excellent choice. And End of Watch, like I talked about at the beginning, great movie, but, but it is one now of those. Ones. End
0: of Watch, I'm pretty sure, is on Netflix. It is, yeah. And I'm just gonna quickly look up.
1: He also, I think Fury is on Netflix as well. He also, um, it's on American Netflix. Sorry. Uh, David Ayer also directed Harsh Times,
0: yeah, Harsh Times, also good. Yeah, uh, it's on Netflix. It's also on Crave. So, you know, you got some options yeah, for Fury. Fury is,
1: Fury is awesome. Harsh
0: um, Times is similar to End of Watch in, in that it's like two guys, L.A., but they're not cops, these guys. Um, Christian Bale and... Damn, who's that other guy? Can't remember. But also really good from David Ayer.
1: Okay, so I got a couple of Crispy Jams that are time travel movies. Ready for oh, this? I
0: see what you did. You're sneaking in more time travel.
1: Yeah, I got
0: um, Idiocracy. Luke Wilson? Ever seen this? Uh, yeah, I guess that's I guess It's not. I guess that's a specific type of time travel that we didn't mention, which is are you really traveling in time if you're just asleep for a number of years?
1: Okay, yeah, fair enough.
0: Right, cuz isn't he what is he cryogenically frozen or something?
1: Yeah, but he doesn't age. So, like, right, no, but I'm yeah. saying
0: in my head, and this is semantics, so like, there's no real answer to this. In my head, time travel means you're using some sort of magic or science or something to instantly go from your time to a different time. But if you just wait for time to pass, that's not time travel, right?
1: Uh, no, I don't think it is. Okay, so it's but, not a time travel movie, but it's, it's I still like, great. I like the concept of the movie, I think it's a very hilarious movie. Um, it's not my can favorite, I, Luke Wilson, but yeah. Can I
0: honestly tell you something? No joke. This is, again, this is weird how often this is happening, and I'm starting to wonder what's going on with us. We did not, I did not know you were going to say idiocracy, but earlier today I told my wife, Brondo is what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful wife, Charlotte. I don't think she understood what I was talking about, not but I said all. it to her.
1: Um, And then my other crispy gem is uh, safety not guaranteed.
0: Another time travel movie. You yeah. you fucking really you, you I dove really looked this. up a list of time travel movies. No, did you? but
1: I've seen this one and I was like, oh, this is a good crispy gem. I actually really liked it. So it's Mark Duplass, who he does. Mark Duplass actually does some really weird stuff. I know him from the TV show The League, uh, mm-hmm. which I really like. And then Jake Johnson, who's on New Girl, and then Aubrey Plaza, who's in Parks and Rec. So for those of you guys, they're all in this movie. It was done in 2012. And it's a romantic... Based
0: on a newspaper article, I believe. Is it? Yeah, I I think it was a situation in which there was a guy that put that ad in an actual paper and then a reporter went out to, like, talk to him.
1: And then, yeah, I thought it was really well done. It's just a romantic comedy. I I think it's cute. I don't think it's, like... But it's it's a movie you could watch with your wife if you want it. Like, that's a... You know, we've given three that you couldn't. So... Yeah, my uh, safety not guaranteed was good. You can get both of my Crispy Jams. They're either on uh, Apple TV or YouTube, four bucks for rent. And then, have you seen uh, Shadow in the Moon?
0: Shadow in the Moon.
1: The shadow of the moon. It's on Netflix. In the shadow I don't of the think moon. So. It's a it it sets up um, it sets up like a time travel movie, or it's, sorry, it sets up like a cop movie, but it um. And it it's just kind of a spoiler, I guess. But it is a time travel movie. But you find out within like the first ten minutes. So it um it's on Who's Net- in it?
0: Why haven't I heard of it? It's
1: on Netflix and it's with Boyd Holbrook.
0: Oh, from The Predator.
1: Also from uh, Gone Girl and Narcos.
0: I'll check this movie out, In the Shadow of the Moon.
1: Yeah, it's good. Like it's not great, but it's good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like it it was short and it's uh it's worth a watch.
0: Alrighty, well, Tuck, I think that's it, my man. Um, I don't know how to end this. What do we normally do? How do we do this?
1: Ryan, that's it. We're up for time. This is a great episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check us out, Tuck and Rolls, on Instagram and Twitter, T-U-C-K-N-R-O-L-L-S. If you like this style- That was of, a
0: really good ending. You're very professional. If you
1: like this style of episode, give us a shout out, and we'll tell you. Okay, Ryan, wish your wife a great- She's not going to listen to this, so you need to pass this message along. Wish well, her...
0: We got to drive there, so she's stuck in the car with me. I'm controlling the radio. We're she's listening.
1: Kidding. Last 10 minutes. Wish her good luck for me. I hope she kills this ride. I hope she does an amazing job. Those are some narrow roads, so please be careful and have a great time. Be safe.
0: She's going to crush it. We'll talk to you guys next week.